got friends, only wanna talk business. I got expensive, cause when is expensive. I got expensive, cause when is expensive. I've been all the work. Welcome to this episode of Put That Coffee Down, the Freight Sales Show for Closers. We're going to talk about sales today. We're going to talk about generating some inbound leads, and there's no better way to do that than with your own unique, original research that you can pump out at any time. And I am going to do this show today with my special guest here, Tony Mulvey. Tony Mulvey is our senior research analyst here on the FreightWaves research team. Welcome to Put That Coffee Down. Happy to be here. First time, so... Okay. It is first time. It is, yeah. Yeah, but you're also the co-host of With Sonar that comes on Wednesday afternoons yeah. at, what, 3.30? I think so. Uh, 3.30. Sounds right to me. I'm glad you think so. <laughs> and you're also a host and co-host on FreightWaves Now every morning, 9 to 11 Eastern time here on FreightWaves TV. But yeah, this is going to be an interesting, uh, interesting session. We're both researchers. We do a lot of research. And there, I, I, really, I, I really believe this. There's no better way to really generate content marketing than doing your own individual original research. As freight brokers or transportation companies or freight tech companies, it, it's all about data. You have so much data lying around just internally. You should package that up, write some analysis of it, and send it to your customers and to your prospects, also to your vendors or suppliers or carriers. Right, Tony? Yeah, for sure. And it, it doesn't have to be very long. I mean, that's the, the other kicker, right? It doesn't have to be... You don't have to go write 10, 12 pages. Like a couple pages here or there, interesting stuff. That's all you really need. It is. All, that's all you really need. Brevity is... It's it's, it's, it's good. Yeah. It's, it's good. You don't have to write 5,000 words. You don't have to get really detailed. I think uh, a lot of people throw to, throw together a PowerPoint slide deck. Yeah, very little writing, hard hitting analysis. This is what the market's doing, and being able to tell that in a really compelling and entertaining way is the key to, to getting your word out. And that is really what what we call in the media business as well, earned editorial. Right. So yeah. you're earning your own presence in front of your your customers and your prospects. Yeah, for sure. And I mean uh, that's the key, right? Is it's a way to stay in front of your customers and your prospects. Keep your name in there and show that you know what you're talking about and using the data to kind of tell the story, but also how that story fits into your business. Yep. It's another avenue to, to contact, to be, as you said, front of mind. You want to be front of mind in front of your, your customers and your prospects. And you want to do it in a way that generates value. And it's not... Uh, a lot of phone calls or emails of, what do you have moving today? How can I help you out? It is by doing this, you're building credibility. So this is our first bullet point here. It's all about building credibility, building your expertise, your knowledge base, why people should do business with you, because we know what the market's going on. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, that's kind of what we did here. When you think about it, we brought, we use our own internal data mm-hmm. and basically positioned our sales team to have a piece, hey, thought you this might be interesting. Things like that. that You can really quick, takes 10 minutes to read if that, that, hey, it's something prevalent to what's going on in the market, but how it also impacts you. Yes. 
And that is what we do for yeah. our Sonar Cells team. Yeah. We supplement uh, their outreach with our own original research. Uh, while we have a research department here to do that, you can be your own research department. So, hundred percent. It do, it it's it doesn't take a lot. I mean, most of this data is either can be free. You already have a subscription to some mm-hmm. of it, or it's internal. So, I mean, you already have the access that you really need to generate at least get started. Mm-hmm. Right, I think that's the key is just doing it at the beginning is getting out there and getting in front of it. You, you want to have any conversation without uh, that, that moves the conversation away from price. Yeah, we, we want to get away from price as much as, as much as we can, which is price is based on transactional uh, business. We want to get out of transactional business. We want to get in relationship building. There's no better way to do that than conveying, compelling informative, actionable, and entertaining content to your your customers and your prospects. Yeah, and I think the key, it's, it's different, right? It's different than what you see because there aren't a lot of... A lot of this content's not out there. You'll see a blog post or a LinkedIn post, things like mm-hmm. that. But this like longer... I don't say longer form because, I mean, it could be a page or two, not 10, yeah. but it's more than a couple hundred words. So... or. 100 words, right? Mm-hmm. Like a LinkedIn post that's effective. But it, it gives a way to bring in multiple sources to show the whole narrative around what's going on in the world. It, it does. So you have your LinkedIn post, which yeah. is a good avenue as well. Yeah. You know, so a good avenue to, to start out with is social media posts, right? And you can collect four or five different social media posts that you, you've done over the, the course of 20 or 30 days. And compile that into monthly research. Yeah. It's kind of aggregate that data around. And where do you find data? We all think that you're sitting on a lot that you don't even know about. So look at your internal data, but there's a lot of free resources out there. And it, not everything you use has to be proprietary data. Yeah. Right? I mean, there's a lot of free resources out, and we'll go through a few of those right, right now. Yeah. I mean, if you, I mean, using them, and I mean, that's part of it. it a lot of these things are free and available for everybody, but people don't know how to aggregate them all into one mm-hmm. to kind of show the story. So if you just make an effort really to just... So that somebody doesn't have to go out there and search five different sources for certain numbers. They could do it all at one time. Well, that adds value because you're saving them time on the back end. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty easy to find, but it still takes time. I think another a good key of that is to, to stick with the verticals, to mm-hmm. stick with the niche. Yeah, you, you don't want to explain the entire freight market uh, to to your customers and prospects because that does take you down a rabbit hole in, uh, a lot of times. Yeah. And it takes a lot of time. You want to, to stick to, to certain verticals. Uh, you know, if if we do retail, if you ship a, a lot of retail goods, uh, there's a lot of retail information out there, starting with earnings. Mm-hmm. Company earnings are publicly publicly available. A lot of people write about earnings. You can take what they've written about it uh, for investment advice and use a lot of their charts and graphs for your own internal purposes. Yeah, and it's great because a lot of times, I mean, in the freight space, that's your customers, especially. Mm-hmm. I mean, that gives you an idea of what your customers are facing and they're telling it to you. I think that's the key. I mean, they're telling you what the hardships they're facing in these earnings calls and things like that. I mean, the free transcripts from earnings calls. You don't even have to go sit in on an earnings call or look through these earnings releases. Like, There's websites out there that you can see these transcripts for free 
and you can hit control F and search words that you want to talk about mm-hmm. and see the, and there'll be questions asked from sales side analysts or opening remarks from these companies, CEOs or CFOs mm-hmm. or those in charge that, hey, if I can get just a quote, it adds just a little bit more value because it's not just you saying it, you're getting it from someone else. Using quotes is, is always a good idea, yeah, right? It, sure. It's very compelling and powerful. Uh, something that we've done here over the last couple of months is we're tracking inventory levels uh, mm-hmm. of retailers. Uh, going from general merchandise to, to grocery and seeing the disparity uh, in, in the market right now. But that's, that's information that we've gleaned over directly over using earnings reports and, and compiling that on our own. Yeah, That's the easy thing to do. Yeah, I think, I mean, we, that we used it this morning or, or on, a, on, the, on, the, on spot. the spot before. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you look at it and it's a little Excel spreadsheet that took five minutes to put together. Yeah. And that one screenshot tells kind of a big story, mm-hmm. but it, it's, it, compiling it doesn't take that much time. It's just a little effort. Just, <laughs> like, just a little effort. Yeah. And, and well worth it, right? Because yeah. you're providing value out to the market. And that's what it's, what it's all about is staying front in mind. And the best way to, again, I'm going to go back to it. the best content marketing is research. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really do believe that. It's research. You see that a lot with companies who are writing blog posts or uh, doing content marketing kind of, of strategies. Using your own research to, to post out is by far the, 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 the best avenue you can take. I think I don't say this just because I'm a researcher, but because it, it does work. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, this is gonna like these the big consulting firms, right? Mm-hmm. They do it. They yes. you don't see them out marketing themselves to mm-hmm. hire to get hired as consulting firms, right? They put out their research, and people mm-hmm. go to them to find that out, and then they want more information of how can they get help. So yeah. I mean, it's a prime example of using that research that's inter that they do proprietary for them yeah. and send it out and then it generates that interest. And I think a lot of times it, you don't want to feel like you're getting sold something. And with the research... You never do. Yeah. I mean, I can tell you personally, like that's not how... If I'm trying to be sold something, acting like you're selling it to me is not the way to do it. But having something that's like, hey, thinking about you, thinking this, you, you may find this interesting, keeping that the content flowing that's not necessarily like a sales marketing pitch. Yeah, it's like using honey to attract bees or frozen margaritas to attract Christian. Uh, you know, both of those, those work really well, yeah. you know, in, in, in all sorts of phases. So we do have some original research here. Um, or I'm sorry, some publicly available, free to use from the, the Federal Reserve. It's called FRED. It's the St. Louis Federal Reserve. And we have the, the homepage up here that that we'll throw up in, in just a second. But it has all the government economic data in here. Yeah. Free to download, raw data, chart data. You can use this to, to paint the picture because that's what you want to do. Whatever picture you're, you're painting, whatever you know, niche or, or, or what have you, you want to be able to have that backup supplemental data that strengthens the, the case you're laying out. And the great thing about it is, I mean, it's got all this historic data, right? I mean, it date some of these data sets date back into like the mid like mid nineteen hundreds, yes. Which I mean, we're talking 60, 70, 80 years of data mm-hmm. all in one spot. But then it also can get as granular as month to month what we're seeing right now. So I mean, it it there's a lot of 
the data in that set or in that mm-hmm. website is just it's astounding. It's massive. It's yeah. massive. It's astounding. I'm going to put a disclaimer on it. It is backward looking too. Yeah. Right. So it's just like we're seeing right now in the freight markets over the last two or three months. It's going to be two or three months before that data really catches up to it. Along with that, you have jobless claims, initial jobless claims. You have unemployment reports. You have, uh, I think we wrote about the IMF in a couple sure. articles this week. Uh, Freight Waves is another, just uh, our, our own writers and journalists and, and what we publish out there freely available. We always have charts and graphs and, and great analysis. Flip those. Uh, you yeah. can quote Tony at any time here uh, to, to back up your case and, and throw it out there. Yeah. I mean, the PPI. Yeah. I mean, the PPI is a great one because it's one we do mm-hmm. internal, right? But it uses sonar data, but it's out it's there. It's our analysis. For, it's, it's our. Out, yeah. It's what we're thinking on the freight market on a weekly basis. And it's out there, readily consumable for free every week. And you can pull the chart that you want to talk about. Say mm-hmm. you want to talk about rates one week or rejections. Well, you've kind of had these snippets that, hey, they're there. Let me. Let me add on to what we're saying, right? Mm-hmm. So it kind of gives you a, a starting point, a jumping off point that's already kind of there. And, and you want to look at the resource that people like like we do, yeah, like Placer does. I think, think we have that uh, website up here that we can throw up as, as well. You want to take what what you know the white papers that they're doing on on foot traffic and retail traffic into stores and. Uh, do a different angle. Yeah. Do a, a much more niche deep dive into specifically what your customer base needs to know. Yeah. So not for a wide audience, but for very narrow scope. And that's what you need to concentrate on. Yeah, for sure. And I think Placer is a good one. I mean, it's one we looked at at the, be- the beginning of the pandemic, right? Yep. Talking about foot traffic. And it really kind of showed what we were seeing what we were talking about, that shift to e-commerce. Mm-hmm. Well, we could see it in real time and could talk about it. It was a free data source. I yep. think it was all it took was a little looking. Mm-hmm. And like the data is there and pretty available. Yeah, they're, they're writing these white papers right here. Uh, if we throw that up once more, the place are AI, they're, they're writing white papers based on the data that they collect. Yeah. So you go in, read that because that's going to form a basis for your research. Take the data, take the choice that they have, use that, be able to kind of add on to it. Yeah. To a very narrow audience. Yeah, I mean, this is—it's an area where a lot of times, especially in marketing and things like that, you're trying to cast a wide net, right? Mm-hmm. Well, this is an area where you can really hone in on that who you're talking to, right? It, mm-hmm. If it's hey, I've got five retail customers, well, talk directly to those five retail customers as opposed to a CPG company that—I mean, yeah. they may care, but it's not as relevant to their mm-hmm. business, so. It's that niche. Finding them, that's your key. And it at least that's a great place to start. And as you work out, you can kind of expand mm-hmm. as you as you get used to it, build that kind of credibility, then I guess notoriety that goes with notoriety, it. Notoriety, yes. But it's once you that people start understanding, hey, you know what you're talking about, you mm-hmm. know where to look, you know that people come to you for more. And they even to expand out from your niche. You want those inbound leads asking yeah. you about the market. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm going over your research. I have this question about it. That is a hot lead. That is, we developed that relationship, that consulting type of, of sales. And that's where it really is 
what it really is all about. And the whole goal of this is to, to share your knowledge, to, to be able to, you know, your knowledge, but you're, you're getting that knowledge every day because you're working at building this research and it's a lot of work involved. It's, it's a lot of thinking, a lot of reading, a lot of putting together this narrative that should be persuasive. Yeah, and, and the other thing, I mean, it opens up the door for conversations that mm-hmm. aren't, not, I don't want to say sales, but it's building that It's not connection. transactional, it's not yeah. price. Yeah. Anything it's, you can do to avoid a price conversation, go do it. Yeah, I mean, it's that, that connection, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's establishing tr- levels of trust, things like that. Mm-hmm. that if people are going to spend money with you, they want to trust you, right? And this yep. is one way, one way that's a little different than a lot of people go, right? They mm-hmm. just go through the normal sales routine, I'm not a sales guy. I've never been that way. My dad is. Yeah. And it's, we're very, everybody says we're very similar people, but we're also mm-hmm. very different. But it's the way he sells. I mean, he tries to find content and use that to be like, hey, here's something I was thinking about. Go do it. Or yes. are you thinking about this? Like it's coming. Here's an article kind of showing it. Like just using some of these things that all you have to do is take, again, don't take my word for it. A little this is time. what everyone's saying, yeah. right? And it's, it's kind of a little bit like that. If we go to the sonar rates, I mean, these are, are great tools right here. Track rates, how many hundreds, that, hundreds of thousands of, of lanes right there? Yeah. Show the main lanes, show trends. I uh, go to the next chart here, which is, is one of my favorites now, oh. is, is the uh, rates.usa. Yeah. It's, I mean, this one is probably my favorite chart we have in Sonar right now, especially because you can set that line at zero dollar or zero and it kind of gives you a, you really see how drastically spot rates are moving or relative to contract or things like that. But using a Sonar chart is a great jumping off point because I could sit there and write a page about just this one chart and that's all you need. Really? Yeah, we, we did a, a segment on the spot where we look at the spot market. We did that this morning on Freight Waves Now, and this was our, our table setter. This is a great table setter because we know, as researchers have seen many cycles now, that spot rates lead contract rates. You saw historical uh, historic gains in, in contract rates uh, late 2021 into early 2022, and you saw probably a peak of the market. Yeah. Peak of the market, uh, spot rates or a spot market rate coming back into the contract market because it was priced appropriately. And you see overcapacity in the spot market leading to this, this huge uh, spread, you know, about 90 cents uh, between contract and, and spot. Yeah. And that is going to lead the market down. It's yeah. going to lead the, the new uh, three, six, 12-month um, uh, contract negotiations. It's going to lead them down because yeah. you always have a choice. And being able to, to show that, paint the pictures, to go through uh, whatever industry vertical, um, sometimes that's lumber pricing. Yeah. You know, if you're doing flatbed, you're looking at lumber, you're looking at industrials, looking at retail, you're looking at the consumer yeah. specifically. And it's just taking that data, aggregating that. Here's a, a, something that we do every week here. We've been doing it for three years now. And that is our freight wave supply chain pricing power index. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's, again, it, it breaks down what's going on in the market in that week. And it, mm-hmm. it's pretty much solely looking at that week and what changed from the week before. So yeah. it's, it's much more narrow. But I mean, this is a prime example. We're using our internal data so, and sonar data mm-hmm. 
and producing content that can go out. And we're, we're using external data as well. Yeah. You know, some of our, our favorite pieces of data are, are external as well. Bank of America <laughs> credit card spending week over week. Yeah, I mean, that's probably one of my favorite sites. And it was as easy as signing up for a brokerage account to get access to it. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. there are ways to get some access to other data points that are free that aren't necessarily just yeah. the government, right? And that, we usually have that in the PPI as well. So yeah. using the PPI uh, as a supplement... Uh, Taking quotes from that, using that gauge, is all well and good. We encourage it, really. Yeah. You know, to, to be a piece of the research of, of a narrative that you're going to create for a very laser-focused niche of your customers and prospects. I would, I would certainly encourage to, to be as laser-focused a, as possible. And not only with your research, but with your prospecting as well. Yeah, Having that niche, being able to talk about that one market is is so important. It, it really is. It is so important because freight is uh, a, a huge industry. Trucking itself is $800 billion a year. You're not going to master all of it. You're going to master what you can, and you can build a huge book of business just by being laser-focused on one niche. Yeah, and, and I think, I mean, the other thing is don't be afraid to ask people for takes. Like, we get, I get asked pretty often for sonar oh, yeah. charts or things like that. People are willing to help out mm-hmm. and it makes life easier. You just have to be willing to go out and ask them to help you. Like, yeah. it's, it's really, I mean, if they can do it, they probably will. And, that, and that's the big thing I've learned is that nobody's going to really tell you no. And no. I mean, eventually they will, but. No, no. I, and if, if you have, a, let's just go with the freight brokers, 3PL, yeah. you're sitting on your own data you have a lot of different vendors that are going to help you out in this process. Just pick up the phone, ask them what data they can share, what this is what I'm looking for. Uh, is there any way to, to replicate that? I, you, know, you get questions like that all the time. I do too. Uh, I can direct people to the right places. Kind of one of the, the ending points here uh, that, that I'll just share right now is that you, know, you can reach out to, to Tony or I uh, on LinkedIn or emails, you're T Mulvey at FreightWaves.com. Yep. I'm K Hill at FreightWaves.com with any questions about research uh, that, that you'd like to do. And we're more than happy to uh, to talk about the, the freight markets. Seems like that's all we do every day and, and, and it's something that, that we really like to do. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, again, this is what we do for a living. I mean, I the way I think, it, I mean, it it kind of shifted, right? We were just focused on trucking markets and things like that mm-hmm. when I first started with Passport. But then you look at kind of what we put out now, it's a little more different. I mean, it, we touch on the niches. The, you, we touch CPG, paper and packaging, things like mm-hmm. that. that are, they are laser focused. But all our data that we brought in was either sonar or free data. Yeah, And so it's, it's as easy as... It really is just a little effort and it doesn't take yeah, you, too much time. You know, Sonar is going to tell us what the freight market is doing right now. Yeah. Now, why is it doing that yeah. it is a broader economic question mm-hmm. that, that we all have to answer. And part of that is, like, like right now, it's, it's inventory levels. I, yeah. I think inventory levels are great explanatory power right now. Um, and, you know, what we saw the, this, this morning, uh, it'll be a couple of weeks before uh, this gets aired, but... Uh, you know, a huge slump of, of imports coming in. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're talking 30% down in a month. Uh, I mean, that eventually leads to the freight market. 
domestically. So it does, doesn't it? Yeah, it's the. It's it, gonna be an interesting summer. Yes, and uh, and really, I mean, it's the post Fourth of July. What happens between Fourth of July and late August? Yeah, and these so so it's a great time to distort research because of the, the the volatility in the market right now, and you know the conversation that we're having right now about the market is one that you want with your customers and prospects. You yeah. don't want lane by lane pricing uh, conversations or what's your best rate or can you do a little bit better? You don't want any of that. What you really want is talking about the markets and then winning business by showing uh, showing your, your, your customers and your prospects that you know what you're talking about and that they're in good hands with you. Yeah, it's the trust. It's being able to build that trust with you through something other than transactional business. It is. So, you know, start with a month, every month, maybe do two different kind of research pieces that, that take different angles every two weeks. You want to build up a, a, a cadence that I, I think is, is more than once a month, uh, but it takes a little bit of time to do that. Uh, but again, reach out to Tony or myself at any time to, to ask questions about research, the freight markets. We're always here to, to talk. And with that, thanks for stopping by, thanks. put that coffee down. And we're here live every Tuesday, 12 p.m. Eastern Time on Freight Waves TV. I got friends only want to talk business. I got expenses to win these expenses. I got expenses to win these expenses. I've been reading all the work. I've been reading all the work. And I've been shutting down the stars.